your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So we continue our celebrations now of the Lunar New Year. It's Solal itself today, 818. And uh, over in the United States, they will be celebrating when the day comes around for them as well. Mr. Lincoln Dix will be among them at the Korea Cultural Center, Iowa. Good morning to you from Seoul. Hey, good morning, Alex. Great to have you with us. And it's also great to hear about uh, the far and wide impact of this holiday. Now, your center held an event already, I understand, to, to kick off the festivities. What sort of activities did that include? Well, we had uh, you know, the United States Navy was there, and they gave a presentation and talked about the relationship between Korea and the United States. Uh, we had a presentation on uh, the historical significance of the Korean Lunar New Year. We had a fashion show, a Taekwondo demonstration, and then uh, just some food and and a gift shop for the attendees. What was your role at the event? Well, um, I'm a member of the board of the Korean Cultural Center, and so I was involved in the planning committee and uh, helped to set everything up, and I was a part of the fashion show and, and the planning committee and cleanup and everything as well. Uh, and the responses from the participants, were they generally people who were very well familiar with Korean culture and, and with uh, the Lunar New Year? Well, the, or, or the great there thing some... about the, uh, the people that come and attend the event is that it's all all kinds of individuals. There are okay. those that, um, you know, were from Korea, Korean nationals. Uh, there are people that have adopted uh, Korean children that really don't know much about the culture of Korea. And uh, there are individuals that, um, you know, they're just interested in learning about other cultures and attending cultural events like this. Uh, the response has always been very good. We had uh, local news media, ABC News was there, and they covered the event, and it was um, all around just very, very well attended and very well responded to. Yeah, I mean, for those people who have very little concept, it, it sort of reminds me of uh, when I was younger, and maybe others had this experience too, of, of being aware of what was often referred to in Western countries as the Chinese New Year. Uh, that when people realize in this sort of context that Korea celebrates too, that other Asian countries celebrate too, do, do you feel that uh, they're, they're having their eyes opened? Mr. Dix? Yes, I'm here. So, sorry, I, I, I thought we'd lost you for a second there. Do you feel that people are having their sort of eyes open to the, to the fact that, that the Lunar New Year brings in Korean culture as well as, as the more popularly known Chinese New Year? Yeah, you know, I really do. I think that um, it takes a lot of people by surprise that there is a Korean Lunar New Year as well. Um, as you stated, that it's often overshadowed by the... Uh, the Chinese Lunar New Year, but um, I think that we're having, you know, bigger and bigger crowds every year at our event, and so it is becoming uh, more and more well-known here in, in Iowa. For you personally, what's what's your history with this? Your, your name, Mr. Lincoln Dix, doesn't suggest a Korean background, but I understand that, um, that you do have that link. Yeah, that's correct, Alex. Um, I was actually adopted by an American family when I was two years old, um, I was born in Daegu, and 
I've always had a desire to get more familiar with uh, Korean culture and, and the Korean, uh, the country of Korea. And a couple of years ago, I had um, planned a trip to come back to Korea and visit. And so I um, got in touch with the Iowa Asian Alliance. It's an organization here in Des Moines, Iowa. And then they got me in touch with the Korean Cultural Center. And so by connecting with them, I was able to be a little more prepared for my trip to Korea. And uh, in, in doing so, um, I got involved with volunteering with them and then in very short order uh, was asked to join the board of directors for the cultural center. And so it's been a very positive experience. And I've, I'm still learning quite a bit about Korean culture, and uh, I've, I've learned so much already as it is. That's fantastic to hear. It must be so nourishing for you to be able to have that opportunity to get in touch with your your roots through this center it, it sounds like it must be a very active center catering to all kinds of different needs C can you tell us a bit more about some of the uh the activities there sure uh well with the korean cultural center we do two major events a year um we are part of the asian heritage festival here in des moines as well as the Lunar New Year. We also plan an informal uh, just gathering and picnic in the fall um, around the Chuseok holiday, uh, just to get Korean families and people interested in Korea together. Uh, we also have established a relationship with the uh, United States Navy, uh, the detachment here in Iowa, and have uh, spent some time with uh, those sailors, uh, teaching them a little bit about Korean customs um, particularly those that are going to be spending some time over in Korea. So for Lunar New Year, just coming back to that, uh, as there may be, ironically, people listening right now here in Korea who've never experienced Lunar New Year before as you have or as you are engaging in now through this centre, um, what are some of the most special aspects of the holiday that appeal to you? Well, um, as Americans, food is always one of those things that really appeals to, to us. We like to try different foods and try different things. Um, but the thing that really resonates with me and the thing that I enjoy so much is just the formality of it, a lot of the traditions. Um, you know, as I've studied up on the, the Lunar New Year, I know that um, in Korea, different families celebrate it differently. And so... You know, what we've done here in the United States is we've just put our own little spin on it um, by highlighting some of the, the food and the attire and uh, just trying to give the attendees, because we do have so many different types of people attending, um, just a broad range of experiences of Korean culture in general. Is there an element for you of thinking back to your ancestry at this time as well, even if you can't visit uh, the grave sites of your ancestors? You, you know where you were born in Daegu, you mentioned before. Uh, do, do you try to incorporate that side of it personally? You know, that's a great question, and the answer to that, to be honest with you, is I have not. Um, up until just in the last couple of years, you know, I've been so focused on just planning the event and trying to uh, put together a nice event for people to attend. So that's that's a great question and certainly something that, you know, as I become more and more interested in my historical ancestry in Korea, that you know, I'll continue to give more thought to. And you have the unique position of maybe being able to share 
your uh, ancestry in the US as well in those, uh, and, and perhaps that's something that you'll you'll speak to other adoptees about. Uh, I mean, generally speaking, have you had the opportunity to, to hear the insights of other adoptees who maybe have come a little bit further down the line than you have as far as getting to know about the Lunar New Year? You know, I, I, unfortunately, I have not. Most of the adoptees that I know are much younger than I. They're, um, you know, they're teenagers or much younger. Most of the families that attend um, are first-generation Koreans or second-generation Koreans and their children that are Americans. So um, there's not a, a huge adoptee population or uh, group in Iowa um, about my age. So I'm in my mid-30s, and so most of the folks, like I said, are you know, first generation or second generation. And so it's it's not something that I've had, you know, I've not had those folks to look up to or to talk to about it, but certainly doing my best and, and trying to provide a, a vehicle for the younger generation of adoptees to experience it in some way. It really does sound like you are a leading light for them or that you will be in the future. Uh, and we wish you all the best with your own efforts to uh, to get in touch with your history. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to, to spend with us and Sebok Mani Padusil, Happy New Year to you. Um, we uh, will continue our own festivities here on this morning. We were hearing there before from Lincoln Dix from the Korea Cultural Center, Iowa. I think we did lose him on the line finally there at the end. But uh, if anyone listening now has your message for us. How are you spending the Lunar New Year? Do you want to share any particular thoughts on the customs or any advice for people who are experiencing this for the very first time? I remember being in that position myself. I had the benefit very quickly of having Korean loved ones, though, to help me share. But, you know, had I come here without that uh, direct Korean family background, I'd probably have absolutely no idea what to do and just venture out into Seoul and maybe enjoy the quiet, try and find somewhere to eat and that sort of thing. But th there may be some aspects of the tradition that uh, you think uh, newcomers to this would benefit from. You can text us, pound a sharp, 1013 for 51 per message. You can email us, efmthismorning at gmail.com. Another free way of getting in touch is Kakao Talk by searching us there. You can add us on Plus Friend by searching TBS EFM. We'll continue this morning in a few moments.